Hello and welcome to this special mini episode of the More From Law podcast. This instalment of the seven-part Flex Practice Area podcast series covers everything about litigation and disputes law with Trina Kinaviku. We'll discuss what this practice area is all about, the average day-to-day tasks of a trainee or a paralegal from a transaction, and what personalities and working styles it is best suited to. This podcast mini-series is brought to you by Flex, an online platform that provides a number of short and long-term paralegal opportunities across a number of sectors. Upload your CV and register in under 60 seconds to get access to hundreds of flexible paralegal opportunities and gain real-world commercial experience to help further your career. Simply head to the link in this episode's description to sign up today. So hi Trinka, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi Harry, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, And talking about something today which I think stereotypically when you think of what a lawyer does, you picture them standing up in court, yelling at the other side, winning the case and all this sort of stuff. (laughs) Um, But I think as as we'll both admit, you know, what law looks like on TV and how it acts in reality is is very different. But I think if there's a practice area which is probably most most closely resembles that image, it's it's certainly litigation practice. Um, And, you know, people get into arguments all the time. Litigation can be both commercial, non-commercial and and everything in between. Um, And it'll be really interesting to hear your sort of thoughts on, on on what this practice area is all about and some insights you can give. Um, so I guess just as an opening question, how would you sort of define practice area of litigation? Um, what's your sort of background in this area and, and, and how would you compare it to any other stages of your legal career or education or anything else previously? Um, yeah, well, uh, so litigation, as we all know, is kind of a, a method of dispute resolution, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, basically going through that jurisdiction's court system. So as you just mentioned, this can be can encompass really many different issues. So ranging from contractual matters to fraud to regulatory breaches, really anything, because it's essentially just one party asserting a legal right that they have on another party. Mm. Um, so as you say, it's exactly what we picture probably before going into law. We see all these courtroom dramas and we picture litigation. Um, Mm -hmm. And whilst a lot of them do end up going to court, most of them don't and they are settled before ever reaching the court procedures or at least during. Um, Mm. But it's a very diverse area of law and you're often working with lawyers in other departments who are perhaps more specialised in specific areas um, of that uh, matter. Um, but I think overall litigation basically just encompasses any kind of um, legal proceedings that are commenced with the thought of going through the court processes. Um, but yes, yeah. yeah, so very diverse in terms of um, comparing it to other stages of my legal career. Um, I think if you compare it to, un- I can only really compare it to undergrad and LPC and my paralegal experience so far. Um, If I were to compare it to my undergraduate degree, I think definitely there are those elements of mooting that you do, which Mm -hmm. can be useful in litigation. But I think it is also a little bit of a misconception because definitely most of the kind of court performances are done by barristers. So Mm -hmm. if you are looking into litigation and want to kind of be active in court, litigation in a big legal law firm perhaps might not be for you because you're mostly mm-hmm. just doing case management and kind of dealing with the tactics as to how that case should be brought forward in court as opposed to actually coming up with the legal arguments um, mm-hmm. for and against. Um, so you won't really be doing much of that. But of course, an undergraduate degree in law is going to help you formulate those thoughts and kind of better understand the case. Um, LPC, um, as you know, we do an elective 
you can choose an elective in dispute resolution, but you are um, dispute resolution is also a mandatory module. And it definitely helps mm-hmm. with kind of giving you an overall perspective as to the processes of litigation. So kind of how a claim is started. Um, so you first start by filling out a claim form and then you send a statement of particulars and then defense claim and then counterclaim and so on. So it kind of does help you have an overall picture as to how litigation helps, but it's definitely not necessary as it is things you kind of learn on the job. Um, I think that's as much as I can say as to how it's comparable with the kind of education side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously when you go and practice, it is very different. Um, and I don't know if it is what most people expect. From my personal experience, <laughs> it definitely wasn't. Um, you don't get that much. Um, you don't necessarily get to go to court or draft a lot of legal documents um, and so on. So it's um far from what we picture it to be in that sense um Mm -hmm. but i think i can get into that in a bit more detail when i kind of explain what your day-to-day tasks are as a junior legal professional in litigation Mm -hmm. you kind of outlined in your answer a little bit in terms of how lawyers work within this court system and and how i think you're right it's like seven percent of civil cases actually go all the way to um go all the way to trial in in 2016 or something like that so it's very different to what is sort of pictured um and you and you gave another great sort of insight into how it's the barristers who are up there in in the court you know talking to the other side and giving the argument so what was your sort of typical role on a day-to-day basis in terms of being part of the supporting cast either when it came to trial and it gone all the way or just otherwise trying to resolve disputes between parties um yeah so i would say this uh, your day-to-day tasks would very much depend on the case you're working on as i previously said litigation um as a practice error is very diverse so you can work on tax claim or fraud claims bribery and each case depending on the claim will require different tasks um so i worked in white collar crime uh which had a lot of bribery and corruption charges Um, So obviously my experience is going to be um, more directed towards those types of claims. Um, But I think the main thing is that you are essentially put in the middle of a case. So I think you'd be very lucky if you were to start when a case has just begun or in the preliminary stages. So I started on a very big regulatory uh, matter which had been ongoing for over four years prior to me joining. So I think Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things for me was just the first month or two um, when I started working in white collar crime, I was just reading, researching what the case was. There were like three different jurisdictions, over 20 different work streams. So (laughs) it's a very um, document heavy department. So you're just trying to learn as much as possible about that case because nobody really has time to sit you down and take you through four years of prior litigation to get you up to date. So you kind of have to do that in your own time. So I think that for me was one of the biggest tasks because continuously whilst doing my other day-to-day things, I was basically just trying to wrap my head around what had been going on for the past four years. Um, So just doing a lot of your own research into that matter was a big part of my task just so I I could do my other tasks much better. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that was a really big part of it. Um, And then your day-to-day tasks kind of depend. As I mentioned, it is very document heavy. So if you're working on a really big case, that means sifting through 
hundreds of thousands of documents, perhaps mm -hmm. in a day, in a week. And as anyone who's done litigation work before knows that document review is one of the most strenuous tasks there is. Um, it sounds easy, but it takes a lot of time and everything is done electronically nowadays, thank God. Uh, but there might also be times where you just have to manually go through boxes of documents to try and find this one contract, for example. So that is a lot of our work is basically reviewing documents and mm -hmm. say, for example, the court wants you to produce, there's a disclosure deadline and the deadline is in a week. So you basically have to produce everything within that week, make sure that any private information has been redacted, any privileged information has been redacted. And as a paralegal and a trainee, that is your task to do. Um, so it's mm -hmm. your job to make sure that everything that is put out um, during disclosure um, is basically within those guidelines um, and everything is well organized. And then you take mm -hmm. those arguments and you produce bundles. So I think in two words, reviewing and bundling is what you'll be doing as a junior <laughs> professional, um, which is the opposite of what we think um, of like going to court and coming up with great legal arguments. That is not what you'll be doing. Um, but of course, you can dabble in that as well. So you can ask the associate for maybe doing some drafting or some legal research. So honestly, the tasks do depend day to day. Um, but I think because of just how big these cases tend to be, especially in big commercial law firms, um, there is just a lot of organizational tasks that you as a paralegal or a trainee are in charge of doing because you have thousands of documents that all need to be categorized and you need to have trackers for everything to know which interviews have been done, which interviews need to be scheduled, and you're in charge of doing this, um, mm. which client needs to be informed that there's going to be an expert report next week, or whatever it may be, you as a trainee or paralegal need to be making sure that everyone knows how up-to-date the system is. Even stuff that we've learned on our LPC, like doing checklists and chronologies, those are actually a really big part of what you do in practice because you have a case that's been ongoing for a long time and you need to have a chronology of what has happened from day one and you're in charge of updating that every day because things are constantly changing. Um, so making sure that in that someone needs to find a document, they can go on that chronology and say, okay, this thing happened on the 3rd of September or whenever and these are the documents associated to that thing that has occurred, um, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. I, I, I know other people who work in litigation and they say that managing your deadlines, when they're, especially when they're court-imposed and there's penalties and all sorts of plays yeah. and not keeping to them is a big part of litigation work. So I, I really appreciate that yeah. and reviewing and bundling is a lot of a lot of what it involves as well. Um, and so I guess on that basis then of, of, of what all those uh, sort of tasks are uh, in terms of what a paralegal or trainee would be getting scripts with, other than perhaps reviewing and uh, be, you know being comfortable with arguing with other people for, for litigation <laughs> purposes, do you think there's a particular personality or type of person that this type of work is most suited to? Um, I think uh, you definitely need to be patient with litigation because mm -hmm. um, as opposed to maybe transactional uh, work, you definitely, as I said, cases can be ongoing for three, four years before you finally settle or there's a court judgment in your favor. And that is the only time where you get that high of like, okay, your work has been satisfied. So in mm -hmm. that sense, you need to be patient because nothing is going to be settled in two to three 
um, weeks or months even. So I think definitely you need to have that aspect to you, but also perhaps as if we're looking into personality types, um, if during undergraduate or during your LPC, you genuinely enjoyed the more reading aspect to it as opposed to the kind of more practical, just talking to clients business side, then litigation would definitely be more suited to you. Um, but then I'd say another point is that if you're looking for a department which is much more diverse than perhaps more corporate oriented seats, I think litigation would be for you just because of how diverse it is. You're often working with other departments or more specialized areas of law. Um, but also it means that it's not boring or repetitive because every case is going to be vastly different from the other. So although there are routine tasks you need to do, the arguments that you draft or the arguments that you're dealing with are going to be very different. And that in a way kind of allows you to specialize in different areas of law whilst being in one department. Um, which I think mm -hmm. that's what drew me to litigation because I wasn't necessarily sure that, okay, I want I only wanted to know tax law, for example. Litigation allows you to know different areas of law whilst being in one general field. Um, mm -hmm. But definitely be ready to be a super organized person and know where every <laughs> document is and what it says and when it was made and who it was sent to. <laughs> No, fantastic. Well, well, thank you so much for, for being certainly organised in your answers and, and showing everything through today about what litigation work is like. Um, where can people go to learn more about you and everything we've sort of talked about today? Um, yeah, so people can find me on LinkedIn. And if anyone has any questions about litigation or any more specific questions, then I'd be happy to help them. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Tringa, for sharing your thoughts today. It was great to speak with you. Perfect. Thank you, Harry. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the More From Law podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please rate it five stars on the iTunes store and follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps the show reach more listeners. If you're looking for more tips, resources and guides, you can visit my website www.harryclarklaw.com where you can also sign up to my newsletter and stay up to date with everything that I'm up to. For now though, I'll see you in the next episode of More From Law.